Lenten people of God? The answer is trust. So what's the question? Well, there's more than one. But before we look at the questions, I want you to consider with me the scriptures just read and heard. These three short readings on this Lenten evening all tell stories, and the stories provide evidence, evidence of the character of God. In 2 Samuel 22, David calls upon the Lord. He has given him victory over his enemies. He is worthy to be praised, worthy to be trusted. And he uses these affirmations. He is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, my refuge, my savior. In Matthew 12, when the Pharisees in Galilee have begun to plot to destroy Jesus, he withdraws from Capernaum. But the people follow him and he heals them all. For Jesus is the servant promised in Isaiah. It's a quotation. Most of that reading is from chapter 42. He is chosen. He is beloved. The Holy Spirit rests on him. He proclaims justice even to the Gentiles, those outside of Israel. He does not quarrel or argue. A bruised reed he will not break. A smoldering wick he will not quench. Then Paul writes to our brothers and sisters in the city of Corinth, We have confidence, not in ourselves, but through Christ. We have no sufficiency in ourselves to claim anything spiritual. Our sufficiency is from God the Father who has given his Son and who sends us the Holy Spirit to give life. Now it's time to ask the question. So please take in hand your copy of Luther's Christian Questions with their answers. This is the final part of his small catechism, that smaller portion of a larger catechism with explanation that many of us have seen and used either as children or as adults. And I'm going to ask you to please read aloud and together the answers after I ask the first six questions. Do you believe that you are a sinner? Yes, I believe How do you know this? Are you sorry for your sins? What have you deserved from God because of your sins? See Romans 6, 21 and 23. And I'm going to read those verses from Romans right now. But what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of these things is death. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let's continue with question number five. Do you hope to be saved? Yes. In whom then do you trust? In my dear Lord Jesus Christ. This sounds a bit like Ash Wednesday again, doesn't it? We are sinners, all of us. Every day, every hour of every day. This is the truth. 
We have other gods. We misuse God's name. We don't value worship and the word. We fail to honor the authorities in our lives. We murder by our thoughts and words. We are sexually impure in our desires and actions. We take what doesn't belong to us, and we don't protect what belongs to others. We speak lies and are slow to protect the reputation of those who are slandered. We are not content with how God has made us and with all that God has given to us. In our sorrow, we know that these sins mean we deserve punishment from the holy God, for the wage sin pays is death, spiritual, physical, and eternal. We are drowning and we need to be rescued. We are lost and we must be found. We are dead and we need to be resuscitated. We hope to be saved. But hope, I must remind you, is not weak and wishful thinking. Hope is strong and certain confidence that God will do all that he has promised to do. Here is question six again. In whom then do you trust? In my dear Lord Jesus Christ. That's what Luther prompts us to say. And I will state it this way. Only in my dear Lord Jesus Christ. Now King David's words become our words. Jesus crucified and raised is worthy to be praised because he alone is worthy to be trusted. He is our rock. He is our fortress. He is our deliverer. He is our shield, defending us from the devil's taunts and lies. He is the horn of our salvation, meaning he has strength just as horned animals are bold and fierce. The powerful Cape buffaloes I saw in Africa are a prime example. Jesus is our stronghold. He is our refuge. He is our Savior. Like the crowds who followed Jesus out of Capernaum, we follow him these Lenten days. We follow as bruised reeds and smoldering wicks. We follow desperate for healing from the terminal disease of sin. And we affirm the truth that Paul declares to the Corinthian Christians. We are beggars. We have nothing to offer to God, but he gives us all that we need, full forgiveness, freedom from guilt, life now that is redeemed and given meaning, and life that will never end in the resurrection. In whom then do we trust? We trust the trustworthy one, our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who for the joy that is set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.